to um, another episode of Joe Tech. It's me, Fellow Boboye, your host. Um, I'm happy to be here. This f- I'm happy to be available for this podcast, anyways, guys. Then I just say that is, as it is. Um, so, um, this podcast or this episode is a special one, as you guys know. Uh, this will be we're having our first guest on Joe Tag uh, podcast, and I'm here with um, Star Rodua Boboye. Uh, it's nice to have you, sir. Thank you, thank you, Ife. Um, I'm excited to be here. Feels weird that you're calling me Mr. Oluwabuboye, <laughs> by the way. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here and I'm also very happy to be your first guest. Uh, my expectation is that it will be a uh, beginning of like many, many big things. I'm looking forward to being guest on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, yeah, this, this dual tag. A podcast as it is, with um, as I said, I'm still trying to still shape things up. Uh, how it's going to go, what it, what are things we're going to be focused on. So, uh, I'm trying this guest podcasters and let's see how it works out. Probably we'll be having more guests on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Robo, um, can you stop calling me that? <laughs> okay. Let's, let's let's just stick to. Uh, yes, stick to Ore. That works. <laughs> okay, Orolua. Um, so. Let's just start. Um, twenty twenty is ending, right? So, w- what's like the thing that you're most grateful for for this year, twenty twenty three? Huh. Okay. So, um, I, I'm actually grateful for a lot of things. So, it might be a bit uh, difficult to pick the, the what I am most grateful for. Um, however, I think um, um, I'll, I'll speak broadly. Um, first, I would, I would, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for the successes this year, um, personally, um, and even um, for Jobberman as a business. Um, I'm actually very excited for 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 growth. I'm I'm, I'm happy, uh, you know, um, because I I grew personally. Um, um, tough times grow people right um and for most business um for most business leaders in nigeria or africa or even worldwide um 2023 has been a very very challenging one um true test of leadership and also like navigating uh business your business through the storm um and and the uncertainties um so i am most grateful for growth um you know just navigating that difficult um, um season um 2023 started with um, serious uncertainty so we had elections in nigeria yeah uh but we're not sure <laughs> what was going to happen i think for 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 most people it was even less I mean, yeah there was a lot of um I mean, there were so many leanings as regards uh, you know the political leanings and all that but um you know on the business side you are much concerned also about who who get who is who does what um because um understanding the nigerian market there there is uh, there is a lot at play when it comes to policies and so as a business leader you are also very sensitive to that um you're also sensitive to the uh, currency exchange so you you know physical uh, f- uh, monetary policies also uh, you know you have you're checking the news every day just to be sure that you know um you know things are still right so it was it, it was it was um it was an interesting ride and just navigating through and and growing as a business leader is yeah that's 
aside from many other things, that is something that I am most grateful for this year. Okay, okay. Um, that's that's interesting to hear. So you, you, I, I'm pretty sure that you faced um some form of struggles during this period. So I, I know because guys, you know, we always say that the from a, from a layman's perspective, when they say somebody is the CEO of a company, you know, probably the person has his own or is living the life, as we all say. Living, <laughs> it's living the life, but I, I, I really don't know. Can you just shed a bit more light on what you think? Um, the expectation that people have to be in a CEO and what it actually means to be <laughs> the CEO of a company. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very interesting one, uh, a very interesting take, by the way. Uh, okay, so expectations, I don't know, you know, expectation is, um. Expectation is very personal, so I'm uh, personally I don't I don't gauge myself on 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 other people's expectations uh, because I think it's pretty much it's very unfair um, and it's very unfair and it's also a, a weird standard to measure yourself. Um, you can do agreed standards or agreed expectations. Um, probably uh, expectations in a contract or in a pre-discuss I mean you have a pre-discussion and you set an you set an expectation with someone or a group of people fair fair enough you know parameters are clear but to then live your life or gauge your your life based on a version of you that someone has in their head it, I think it's just very unfair mm -hmm. it's not a, it's not the best way to live life um, too much pressure on you um, so when someone says that they are disappointed in you or you do not meet expectations, you are asking yourself how, what, where, you know. So, so when when you when you said um, you know people's expectations being a C, I don't know. I sincerely don't know. Um, um, reason because you know when I took when I took on the role um, as CEO of Chopperman, um, I. I did not necessarily see the glam, <laughs> you know, in it. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, you know, maybe you uh, have some official car or some, uh, you know, police escorts. And I think it's just, I think it's Nollywood that painted those things. Because I must, I can tell it's tough work. Mm. It's tough work. Um, being the CEO means that you, first you are 100% accountable and responsible for whatever happens in your company. And the bigger the company, the, the bigger the complexity. Yeah, when I say big, uh, of course, it's a com combination of the either the revenue size of the business or the number of people that work in the company, now the company structure, or whatever, or even the shareholding structure and all those things. So, um, just being absolutely responsible for everything is is quite daunting. <laughs> you are responsible for actions that people will take. Some will pass through you, some will not. Um, especially when you also now work with with, uh, with very smart people. Uh, I'm fortunate, fortunate enough to to have a very, very dedicated and smart team around me. Um, so these are people that, as a leader, it will not make sense to micromanage. You will really be undoing yourself, you know. However, you then also need to manage uh, you need to manage their output because at the end of the day, you are responsible for that output. 
so it's for me it was quite daunting um 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 and my i, I was with i said maybe my personal superpower is that i love i love doing hard things so um um for me it was more around always scanning for the inefficiencies in the business so um i kind of have like the firefighter approach you, you know when people say oh you know when you have fire the natural response is for you to run away from it but the firefighter is trained to run towards it of course calculated with all the equipment and all that so ensuring that you have all the right um, resources to tackle the problem and also to ensure that you then don't have frequent firefighting right because that's part of your you know measure of your efficiency as a, as a, as a business leader that you actually move away from continuous firefighting to then having proper systems and structures you know to fix things and, and, and run things so so yeah for me it was today I could be in a department and the next week I'm in another department today I'm solving some revenue related situation so I'm doing sales tomorrow I'm fixing operations in recruitment next tomorrow I'm talking to the product team to get some things out upper week I'm talking to the marketing team so it's for it's just a mixture of many things um, I've not seen the glam maybe maybe I will see it. maybe I will see it um, but but uh, of course it sure comes with its own fulfillment right when when you know that you are responsible and accountable to people and um, to your shareholders and also your staff members livelihood and you actually check those boxes every month in month out you're doing that your, your shareholders are happy with you your staff members are happy they are paid the rent is paid you know the business is is, is running smoothly that for me is the glam that i that i see <laughs> but aside from that i don't know <laughs> Sincerely, I do not know. The, 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 the reason why I made mention of that, you made mention of the fact that probably Nollywood has a part to play in uh, people's um, idea about what a CEO is. Because truth be told, when you watch any Nollywood movie, not even Nollywood, maybe Hollywood movies also, um, you see CEOs very nice. Of course, they have nice offices. Oh, yeah, I've got a nice <laughs> office too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So they have this mm -hmm. nice office, nice car. Um, no, they just look like the person that you want to be like right mm. and i i just knew that most likely what they pass through is totally different from, from what you're saying what you're seeing in movies and all yeah. that because i'm i of myself mm. uh, I, I can call myself a ceo yes you are ceo <laughs> ceo young rush guys <laughs> ceo young rush so, like, so in, in, in 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 that sense because ever since the business has started it has not those glam of, of the people that I see, I've, I've not experienced any of it. You've not felt like a guy yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are still building, right? Yeah. So yeah, that that's it. Uh, there's also, I mean, there's also a part of um, you know the the age of the company and where you are at. Um, so there's the building phase, there is the maintenance phase, there is the growth, accelerated growth phase. There's so, so many things. So there's also that, and I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily you know discrediting the fact that there is no glam in being a business leader don't get me wrong again because as a business leader or as a ceo you are also responsible for the for the brand 
the way the brand is perceived. You are the face of the company. Um, so which means that to a large extent, even if you don't feel like it, you are supposed to any public appearance, you are representing the brand, right? And, and that means uh, that means a number of things. So, so the associated glam, right, may also be a reflection of the fact that, okay, we, you want the business to be positioned in a certain way, you know, in a, in a certain way and all that. So that, that also could be, but that does not take away the fact that it is a stressful job. Mm. Yeah, it is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, for my little, how, how many months now? I think your month should be eight months now this this december i i have really have no experience any of the glam <laughs> but yeah I, I know i know it's gonna take time it's yeah gonna take time and will. um yeah it's it's i think i was thinking to myself the beginning of this year i was like by year 2025 that i want to be a ceo of a business i had literally at that point you never know your emotions even when they come to play right at that point and and the reason why i was like okay ah, i'm serious when it just felt very cool like to attach to the name CEO. <laughs> it's it's more than the name and the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's responsibility. It's accountability. It's getting the job done. It's doing hard things. It's um. It's just ensuring that things are done. That's why you're the chief executive officer. So you you things must just yeah must must be done. Okay. Yeah, you know. You're setting the direction, you're confirming the strategy, you're planning for the strategy, you're implementing the strategy, and then you're also ensuring results. Um, um, so it's, it's, and then I, I think, I think the most interesting part of, of, of my experience so far as a, as a business um, CEO is, um, you're also expected to predict the future. It's quite interesting, right? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, you then do forecasts. You know, you do forecasts and then you tell your shareholders, hey, guys, um, this is what our forecast is like. Having done, so you've done your budget for the year and you're like, okay, this is what our trajectory will look like and everything. And then, bam, your monetary policy comes out <laughs> and throws all your whatever, whatever to, to you know, to the, to the bin or you know some some economic hardship or some it's just interesting and you still need to ensure that you are you know projecting you know uh, positive positivity to your investors of course and, and you can it i think is highly highly irresponsible for any ceo to lie to their to their investors i think it, it's not that i think it is actually very irresponsible to do so but it's also important as part of your job to then also show a positive um light like so, so you're, you're in, in, in this issue, in this um, um, situation. What are you doing about it? What, what are you doing to take to turn around? What are you doing to to pivot? Or what are you doing to get ahead of the curve? And then and then when you're doing that, you're also saying, oh yeah, you know, in another three months down the line, we should be here. So you're seeing the future, you know. And then the future comes and hits you hard in the face. So yeah, you know, it's um, it's interesting. It's very interesting. It's. I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, yeah, because literally it means you need to um, be in the present and also think about the future all at the same time. Continuously. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it that can be very stressful. To even stay in the present alone might be something that 
is very difficult for me to even do. Now talk less of okay, I'm telling the presenters and on the present I also have to think about what's gonna happen in the next five months or what's gonna happen in the next quarter that's coming yeah. coming up. So yeah, I I so, so that that can be quite um, a way to have that however, which is also a, a very important part of of um, my role and any CEO's role is to hire is to hire the right people. Okay. When you have the right people in your team, then you your stay in the present may be limited and you will be required to actually be more futuristic mm-hmm. um, because you are confident that you, one, you've hired very competent people and two, these competent people understand your vision so that they are able to then translate your vision right into uh, reality in the present while you then continue to you know ensure that the futuristic vision is still on course do you understand here so so if again depending on the stage you are at as a business right it, that will then determine what your focus on your day-to-day will look like as a business ceo you could be you know just focusing on hiring the right people which is also very tough um because it's more it's beyond competency yeah. so you i mean you there is the competency part of it there is the there is a the team energy also there is the the work style and the leadership style so i mean there are people really highly competent individuals they get things done but then they don't fit into the team right which is you know so it's it's a it's a it's a combination of many things and and, and it's also quite dynamic okay. you know you have pe- people will come into your business people will leave you know how do you just ensure that dynamic so you're juggling so many things right um and yeah because uh, uh, honestly um was it two days ago or one uh, it, no two days ago yes um, I was in Ibado and I was uh, speaking with somebody that I think um, I want to hire to join the business. That's John Rush. And um, the person is a graphics person. So because I, I've noticed that um, apart from my products that I do, um, one thing is also lacking, which is the social media presence. People knowing that I do what I do right now. And um, I, I'm kind of, let's say, out of 100%, my... F- n- 80% of my time is focused on the product. The remaining 20 is kind of focused on how do I push this thing out? I know focusing on the product is good, but I'm not really giving much attention to letting people know that this product actually do exist. So how do, how do you then make sales? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the point. Because yeah. really for the past seven to eight months that this business has started, I've not really focused on sales, but I think it's also good to also have that at the back of your mind and then starting off at least increasing the sales a bit and all that so and i, and I thought to talk to myself okay i think i need to hire a graphics designer somebody that can help uh, put this product online in that sense i can help design the graphics that go along with it um okay you're doing a particular sales promo uh, 15 percent discount this 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 that someone that can help you know, work on stuff like that and I, I met i met a guy and um we had this discussion and uh, we have we spoke about okay uh, have you ever done anything related to in the food sphere and i was like yeah yeah i've done something in that i saw some of his work which was very nice and uh, we had discussions about okay 
um, how much would you like to get for stuffs like this? I don't know. We had came to an agreement, and I was like, okay, no problem. Let's let's let me give you a try for a month, January. Uh, before I'll be drawing up a contract with him very soon, and say, okay, by January, let's let's start something and see. Um, so hopefully, guys, uh, by January next year, Yomori should start coming. Yomori should be much more present on the social media pages and all that really and um, I, I don't know this is my first time I'll be hiring ah, congratulations <laughs> did you use job man to hire no, I didn't. you should use job man to hire <laughs> yeah. so this will be my first time hiring so I've, I've never done it before so I hope well the, as I said this is a learning phase for me so I hope it, it all comes out well in that sense yeah yeah so yeah it's uh, just as you've said Having the right team helps you to um, keep your mind um, to able to focus on the present and also on the future. Uh, really, that's a very good one to take. And first uh, uh, of December, going back to you now, first of December, twenty twenty-three, um, Guardian, the Guardian released um, an article, and um, you were named one of the uh, top fifty most inspiring CEOs in Nigeria. Interesting. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. Should I say you're yeah, like one of the most humble people I've ever seen? But it's fine. It's fine. Or you just don't care. That is that is also <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but, but really, um how, how how did I make you feel when you had the news? So I it, it was it, it was quite fulfilling, I guess. Yes, it was because um it also meant that whatever we're doing um, is being noticed and um, and that for me is 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 is, um, is a testament to to um, um, the team effort you know so it's, it's, not, it's not just me whatever you see come out of Jovaman it's not just me it's a combination of <laughs> lots and lots of of, of things and people you know just putting things together so i mean with the with the with the non nomination and the acknowledgement itself um it, it showed to me that um we were doing something right and that um the 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 focus community um recognized it and they and they can see that um so to now for that drill down to say oh yeah you know um there's something to to get to to learn from this particular CEO running this particular team. Um, uh, gave me some some form of validation um, that yes, we're doing we're doing something right. Um, we're not perfect. Um, it's I'm I'm constantly learning, so I'm, I'm so I can. It's, trust me, it's, it will never go into my head because I I. I always see reasons to improve and ways to improve like every single day, you know, so I'm not, I'm not there yet. However, the, the, the acknowledgement is, is quite, is quite fulfilling, felt very fulfilling and also gave some sense of validation that, yeah, what okay. we are doing is, 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 is being seen. Okay. So did you think maybe there was something in particular that um, kind of what about that sense of recognition from the guys? And because literally in Nigeria there are lots of CEOs. I'm pretty sure there lots. are lots. Yeah. <laughs> I was, so that was why I, I was I was I was also I was also quite shocked because he, and the nomination itself was like okay, that's that's interesting. Mm. Um, I, so they had like different things that they were looking looking for. 
uh, of course this year we did a lot of things in Jogoman, like like lots of content came out of Jogoman, impact impact um, content and also like for you know um, uh, uh, business focused products um, and 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 whatnot. So the way we also positioned ourselves and our brand this year also impacted that um, recognition and validation itself. So. I, and I know for a fact that the the, the what um, pointed them in Jobberman's direction and in my direction would definitely be a function of the outputs that they saw. You know, in the years so far, we we had the biggest um, career fair in Cardinal States this year. We had um, the like the first and foremost uh, creative career fair. In, in Lagos, we had a big career fair, um, career clinic in Ibadan. Um, we had um, employer-focused um, um, campaigns for people, for you know, um, companies to post their jobs on Jobman for free. You know, to 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 for them to take advantage of you know our technology. Um, also acknowledging the fact that uh, things might might be a bit tough on businesses at this time of the year. Um, we clocked three million um, job seekers on our platform this year, so it's a combination of many things. You know, um, we trained a lot more people. You know, with our partnership with Mastercard. So, uh, what else? We launched the how how young people survive without works, uh, with, uh, without work um, um, report this year. We did the roundtable discussion this year. So. When you combine all of that, right, you start to see a pattern, and you say, okay, okay, you know, you start to notice, and you start to see that okay, maybe these guys are onto something. And so I guess that that was what pointed them in, in my direction. I, I don't see myself as some superhero or some super CEO or anything. Like it, <laughs> and I still feel the same. Like, but I'm grateful to to to, to the Guardian um, newspaper. Um, thank you. It means it means a lot. It also means that. Uh, Validation that we're doing something right. Oh, that's 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 good to hear. So, I I know when I hear the word jobberman or when I hear jobberman, what comes to my head is okay, a place where I can find jobs, <laughs> a place where people post jobs where if I'm looking for a job, like I can get to see jobs that are available. Is jobberman more than that? Is there any other thing that you guys do that is different from that? Okay, so jobberman from inception started as a as a marketplace between um, demand for skills and supply um, of talent um, that that was that was the that was that was the starting point right but over the years um, we we had we've pivoted we turned 14 years this year um, I'm, yeah this year we're still in 2023. 20, so for the I mean in the past fourteen years we we had, we had, you know pivoted and done so many things um, so from being a one hundred percent online job portal we also you know started doing some um, executive search um, and, and placement uh, we also you know created a couple products uh, that would help streamline the uh, recruitment process so instead of just doing candidate attraction uh, we then moved from candidate attraction to Candidate shortlisting, interview, um, even head on team. Um, then also we moved into um, some some uh, business process optimization in the HR space. 
and um, and then also um, outsourcing. Um, so we we did that, and we you know um, also we now we now do a, a lot of um, uh, graduate training uh, programs, um, you know, for for different companies. So we still we're still in that H all you know HR space because. HR employability, what, uh, talent management, whatnot, is a very large ecosystem, and the value chain is also like very large. So, it's as much as possible. We also don't try. We are not trying to be jack of all trades and do everything, because we can't. That's the truth. It's it's, it's a very large ecosystem and and value chain. But to a large extent, we have kind of just circled around that whole, ensuring that at the end of the day, whatever we are doing get a, a, a candidate closer to to um, 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 where their talent is needed right um, so we also now also delved into with with engagement and um, talent talent training um, and with our partnership with the mastercard foundation um, amazing amazing stuff um, um, and you know so we got into like you know training soft skills training employability training um, and also we do corporate training you know, for, for, for organizations, um, we facilitate that also. So we, we, we do, um, well, with the MasterCard Foundation, we do the, um, the soft skills training, the financial literacy course. Um, we also have the um, entrepreneurship course that we recently launched um, this year. And on top of that is also this journey we have with the MasterCard Foundation to ensure that um, young Nigerians are placed in, 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 in work. Um, so, uh, at the end of the day, you see that we we still whatever we're doing is still that marketplace, but it's it's beyond what whatever it's whatever is on the online you know space. Yeah. It's everything and anything that we need to do to just ensure that that connection happens, which which made it, which includes uh, uh, talent development to job visibility to even the um, the employer. The employer um, knowledge gap, you know, ensuring that the employers also understand how to deal with, you know, their their staff members. You have, uh, uh, like, in another ten, 10 years, most corporates will be filled with Gen Zs, you know, <laughs> true and true. Or maybe Gen Zs also actually will start becoming managers by then. So, um, how do you prepare for that? So we also do that. So we 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 run um, HR breakfast, where HR we you know bring together. Um, HR managers from different companies uh, and we just uh, give them the opportunity on the platform to talk about their challenges and everything so it's it at the end of the day it's just when you when you drill down right the first principle for us is how do we ensure that uh, people are connected how do we ensure that talent um, find work how do we ensure that um, companies find talent okay so it, it looks like there's even a much more have deeper relationship with the business itself, like the companies or businesses looking for this talent. Because to me, um, the perception I just had was, was of, or maybe most people have is just, oh, I'm, I'm looking for a job, I just go to job and that's it. So Yeah, we still do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I think it's way more than that just now. Just yeah. Hearing from what you, hearing from what you're saying. And uh, yeah, that's, that's good to know. Um, this is a general question that I want to ask. Are you a happy man? Ah, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Why, why, why do you think so? 
so happiness is, is relative right um for me I, I i'm happy because i find fulfillment in what i'm doing um because i i'm doing what i want to do so uh, yes uh, I, I, so and, I, and i'm happy about that um the definition of happiness for many people differs right depending on who you are what your aspiration and dream is for some it's you know the fulfillment of their dream long-term dream whatever it, whatever that is for me it's just the fact that i find fulfillment in what i'm doing over time um, um i see the impact of my of my work of my job every day i see the results of 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 what I do every day. Um, sometimes when I look at placement results, placement numbers, or maybe, you know, I'm always, I'm excited. Like, you know, these are individuals that have found jobs through us, you know. Um, when I look at our staff members and the fact that, okay, they are actually also, they are excited doing what they're doing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm an happy, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, let's say it this way. If I, um, remove Jobberman from your life okay are you still happy man yes absolutely um so aside from Jobberman, i'm i'm a family man a very private person by the way um <laughs> i'm a very 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 private person um however i mean outside jo outside of Jobberman, i'm like 100 percent um family person um, so I, I, I don't take them for granted, and um, and I'm, I'm happy, you know, with with the way things are, you know, with with, with my family. So, um, yeah, and and also um, there is the, you know, there's a apart from the, the like the, your emotions and the state of your mind and all that, which for me is I'm. Con large extent i'm con constantly at, at rest i try to find zen which is like you know where things are like stable um maybe difficult because of the job right but as much as possible i try to find zen in whatever i do um um, um so i i uh, irrespective of whatever is going on around i'm just i'm just uh, naturally happy and settled um I may be, I may be anxious, but that doesn't mean that I am unhappy. Uh, my anxiety is a function of a f future that I'm trying to get, get, uh, so, <laughs> uh, so at the moment I just take, I snap back and I'm like, hey, have you done every, I, have you done everything you can? Everything you have, a, everything you have control over, have you done that? If I have, yeah, then I'm fine right um that's where we pray right <laughs> and you pray exactly so so yeah so when i now take a stock of, of that you know physically emotionally um spiritually right yeah I, I, i'm I, i'm at a good place by those grace okay um also this might look very hard but i i just know that people pass through those things at some point in their in their life and um, i just want to know how you were able to just um are you able to move past it basically so um i know at some point you must have failed 
when I mean skill, maybe you didn't use object expectation. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, like in those situations, what what were your reactions? What did you do at those points to kind of maybe to return yourself back to the happy attitude? First thing is to acknowledge the failure. It, it's a failure is a, um, failure is a is a part of is a part of life. Failure is not a destination, by the way. Neither is success. No, they are not. Um, but they are. Uh, it depends on 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 the way you look at it. For me, um, um, when you succeed at something, um, if you check well, your success story has. Uh, multiple intermittent failures in it where you tried something and then you didn't get it right and then you tried again and then you tried again and then you and then you eventually got it even for those things that you you think <laughs> that you got at a single go if you take a if you take a good stock of it you'll find out those failure points right uh, but the, what what the, the diff, what the major difference the differentiating factor is your ability to then pick yourself up and take learning. So, um, for me, any activity that I get that I get involved in, for, I'm not necessarily looking at it from the lens of success or failure. I'm looking at it from the lens of um, what what am I learning from this? So, whatever you are, whatever thing you're doing, or whatever. Um, opportunity life presents to you right um, I don't look at it from the lens of um, success or failure like oh if I if I get this if I mean you can set for yourself like minimum minimum KPIs like okay you know I have to hit A B C and D you know I have to say to as a mean as a measure of success which is important I mean uh, especially when you have resources deployed and you know that resources are not uh, res resources are limited you don't have all of the resources and let's even say that you have unlimited resources you don't have all of time so um so when you look at that right for me i i i, I try as much as possible to look at my ex to experience my experience <laughs> from the lens of how do i what am i learning from this what lesson am i taking away from this be it failure be it success um um but then it's uh, so uh, to answer your question how do you handle failure acknowledge it first acknowledge it and separate your perception from it because you failed does not mean that you are a failure they're two different things and it's also imp it's important to 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 snap out of it because you have to you naturally would want to fall into that deep hole of you know of of, of, of regrets and all um, doesn't mean that you will not take stock so it's important to take stock and ask yourself okay so what 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 did i not do right okay did i not prepare enough um did i not maybe get enough resources did i uh, underestimate time which is which we do a lot of <laughs> a lot of time did I underestimate, underestimate time or maybe i underprepared or maybe i overestimated some things that is the best approach that's the best way to 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 handle failure and also there are some failures that you did everything 
You did everything and then it just failed. And then when you look at it, you're like, okay, so everything I did, um, probably, okay, random example. Let me give you an example. So we, <laughs> we just find it interesting. Okay. So we, 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 ha we planned to our career fair, um, the creative sector career fair, you know, we, we had a beautiful plan and everything. We were, um, we, we had, everything was set, all right? And we, in fact, it was, we checked m some uh, weeks before, we, we, you know, checked weather condition and everything. Like, we were certain that we had everything under control. Guess what, that particular day, it rained from, I think, like 6 a.m. in the morning to like 6 a.m., 6 p.m. in the evening that rain and it was it was not small rain it was heavy rain heavy like i walked into the hall that day uh, i think the event was supposed to start at 9 9 a.m and i walked in like about 8 30 and it was quite empty and i was worried and i was like my goodness what am i going to do and everything but then people started trooping in and then people started coming in and then more people and then a lot more people i mean so we didn't get the, the the total number of people that we we wanted but we got a very significant number despite the rain so is that a success or a failure do you understand and that's where that's how you look at it so if you look at it from in from numbers perspective and, um, and 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 all and expectations yeah you can say that it's a failure and but when i look at it i didn't look at it as as, as a failure what i did was that i didn't I then sat down and took stock of what did we do right, what did we do correctly, what are the things that if we had to repeat this thing again, what are we going to do, what are we going to repeat, repeat, and what are we going to do differently. And I found out that a very large percentage of what we did, we would definitely repeat them if we have to do it all over again. Do you understand? So, except, okay, maybe we now had more things. So, we now learned that, okay, maybe for instance, for subsequent uh, events, we then also make maybe available um, you know buses for transportation and all that if it is possible and all those things so my point is yes there will be failure points um, it's part of life but it does not define you um, you should always um, um, go into whatever experience with a growth mindset which is which includes uh, learning from your failures yeah so acknowledge the failure know that it happened go through the process of grief fast track it if you can don't wallow in it but acknowledge it then take stock when you take stock um, um, cut out the things that you will not repeat reinforce the things that you will definitely repeat try new things and give it a go again if you have the opportunity to. Okay, wow, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, because one, one thing Tina I took from what you said was um, learn lessons learned from the failure process, right? Failure is inevitable, it's gonna come at some point in one's life, right? So, and um, you should just be ready to take your lessons from it because you just something you might 
an opportunity may open up for you to repeat that same process and you need, you need to be able to know okay what do i need to adjust what do i need to change how um what are the lessons learned from the previous one that i need to you know just try and change things yeah yeah i mean at the base of what of uh, human innovation um at the at the foundation of it comes uh, multiple failure points before the if i mean look at a child growing child trying to walk that perfect gait, that perfect walking posture did not land on the child there were instances where you the child will crawl and then the child will try to work and then you fall and then you know okay this is how you take your step you just you go through it but the what's what's the differentiating factor is that the child keeps trying the child keeps trying and that and that's the most important thing right so you keep trying and you take lessons from your failure and oh i fell here okay but it was because i raised my leg this way and then okay i try it again i raised my leg differently and oh this is a new way that's it and if you look at it go through history whatever human innovation and whatever we we celebrate today at the base of it is <laughs> an array of, of multiple failure points yeah mm. yeah because I, I myself have like a personal story as regarding um, your merch business um, I think I told you about it at some point. Um, for those that don't know, like the, there was an event I went to that um, I I was told to come and supply them for the event. I went to the event, did the whole donut, went there, and you know things did not go as planned. Um, almost up to like thirty-two packs, not no, almost thirty, like, like twenty-four packs of donuts I took there to sell. So they collected it with the mindset that okay after. That um, they're going to be paying me the money. Probably they're going to be paying tomorrow, child, because which I just was like, I just did a lot of work for nothing. Because they took all the packs and nobody, till now, I, I've st I still have not collected the money for that event. And that thing kind of affected um, what I was going to do. Following that, there was another event, which was the last event I told you guys about, I think in my last episode or two episodes from this one that a Joma trade fair and we went for that event and we literally sold all the packs that we took to that event yes because i had i learned some things from the past one and i know okay this is another event coming up what do i need to do differently uh, to make that one uh, a better one yes yeah, so of course i have had failures also in my own life in my uh donut business that i'm doing yes but just as you said you learn and you learn stand up keep doing it don't um don't say because I feel that this and it looks like a very easy failure and I'll, and I'll stop at it. You just you know, just be consistent with it. You will eat that uh, one success and you know, which would kind of make you feel like you never even failed in the first place. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing to, to know guys. Please, when you fail at things, stand up and um, keep doing it. Learn your lessons, stand up and keep doing them. Yeah, so... Uh, this is quite a very long <laughs> podcast. I knew it was going to be as this long. Okay, so um, there's this guy I listen to, Doa, D-O-A-C, that's the environment. Um, he has his um, podcast, Diary of the CEO. So he has this tradition anytime he has a guest online, guest on stage, and um, he asks them that the guest that is present would ask a question for for the next guest. So, Oroloa. Uh, I don't know who my next guest is going to be, but I just wanted to just uh, 
ask a question so that the next guest is going to answer. Okay. So, dear next guest, my question to you is, why do you do what you do? Why exactly do you do what you do? Okay. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, guys, I don't know when our next um, guest podcast is going to be coming up on. Hopefully very soon. Um, so, Mr. Olua. Sorry for calling Mr. Olua, but I just asked for student. Um, thank you for... Uh, when are you going to tell your audience that you're my younger brother? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's, he's my other brother. That's fine. Thanks, thanks for coming around. Uh, a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, thank you for listening to Botag um, on this episode. Um, it's very nice having you around. And uh, please, as we always do, uh, subscribe to our channel on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, yeah, and um, you can also drop your comments and rate this podcast and let's see what we can do 2024 uh thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful night rest day morning i don't know what time you'll be listening to this but have a wonderful day goodbye